When it comes to reviewing your finances, a good place to start is by reviewing your mortgage. It's something few people ever do, but if you never review your mortgage, you'll never know if there might be a better option. That's where the Ulster Bank Mortgage Team could help. Wherever you bank, be sure to talk to us and see if switching could make a difference. Just search Ulster Bank Switch. Ulster Bank. Help for what matters. Over 18s only. Ulster Bank Ireland DAC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Hello and welcome to the Money Motion Picture Rangers. It is the episode you have all been... Oh, sorry, wait. I meant to introduce you guys. No, fuck off. This Uh, is the episode we've all been waiting for. for. No introduction. introduction. (laughs) I'm I'm Shane. I'm Josh. I'm Janstar. And Zane is on as per... It will be a tradition now, but this would only be like the second year running that we've done a top 10, but... We have Zane on. We're making a tradition now. I, I, I am. Here. I do want to point out that the last episode of the uh, second take um, mystery hour, whatever it's called, variety hour, <laughs> that one. Yeah, uh, they did do a top five. Yeah, top five. They had seen that year, but uh, they weren't true. from that year. And yeah, I and asked, I "Where was my invite?" Because I have a really cool list of top fives that I had seen for the first time this year. You're but not. That's what we're doing. We're doing top. Top 10 2018 films. Yes. This is exciting. What kind of year has it been this year for films? Very interesting. Long year. Right? Long year. Long. Like Black Panther is from this year and that just- Oh, shit. It baffles them. Oh, did you- Are you going to add that to your top 10 (laughs) while we're talking? Yeah, I am. Top 11. I think what's really interesting, um, there's been a shit ton of variety this year. That's what when I was kind of making my top 10, I'm like- there's been some great studio films, some great indie films, some great mid-range films. Health, and I some great, miss so much. Yeah. Some <laughs> great fucking TV films too. Yeah. And like t- miniseries and things. Like, mm. like it's just been. I think this is the year that streaming really kind of kicked into gear. Yeah. High yeah. power. Uh, yeah. Especially Netflix. They really, like they're trying to make their Oscar run and I reckon they're going to, if not win, come damn close and they're going to snap Real up close. a few. Oh, with, with Roma. Roma. With Roma, Roma specifically. Roma. But I, was, I was like with Quiet, or with uh, not Quiet Place, sorry, with um, <laughs> it's Bird, Bird Box. Roma. I don't think Bird Box I will win any of those. Best picture I reckon yeah. there'll be one weird surprise like writing one. It's usually one of the writing awards goes to one you didn't expect and I reckon yeah, it true. might go to like Buster Scruggs yeah. or something I, I like reckon, that. Yeah. Some, something with, what's the other Netflix one that was really big? Um, Christmas Chronicle <laughs> <laughs> was one of their biggest things. And the, actually I read someone said this, like the stats of bird box are that if it had oh, been yeah, like a, yeah. like, like cause what it did 45 million accounts watched it in the first week, which mm. 10 bucks a ticket, that's a half a billion dollars worth of box office. Yeah. There. Mm-hmm. That is off a $19 million budget. One of the most successful. And fucking that's movies not of the even year. including how many people were watching it. Together, yeah, that's I watched yeah, it yeah. with my wife. I watched, yeah, I watched, I watched it with, with the family. So, so yeah. yeah, but anyway, I thought we'll we'll dig straight into it. Yeah, this will be a long one. It's a long, it's a long list. Uh, long list mentions with honorable mentions, oh, yes. and who uh, wants to go first? Are we doing honorable? Men- I think we should do honorable mentions last. Yeah, do you reckon? Because I, I think a lot of my honorable mentions will be on other people's lists. I need a five, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe so. we do the honorable mentions right before one. Do watch Mogo Joe style. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Here we'll do that. We're Canadian now. We're throwing the. We're throwing the. Um, thing. So top 10. So who wants to do their first, uh, what is it? Five. Who wants to do their okay, first? Okay, I'll do my first Chance five. Uh, number 10, Black Panther. Yes. <laughs> cool. Mainly because I forgot about Black Panther. I actually 
No, I'll, I'll save for... Uh, the, Such the, a strong... Easily probably in my top three superhero movies of all time. And that's one of the strongest like, The Dark movies. Knight and in, yeah. you know... Um, my, my main complaint about it was the end fight scene was rubbish. It looked yeah. bad. They stole a shot from the first X-Men movie. How did that happen in today's society? But the scene on, with the magnet train, I really like that. Uh, where the suit was coming on and off because of the magnet. I like ideas of it. It did not look good. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think the the third act fight scene in that. Mm. The third it, act it, fight it, scene on every Marvel yeah. and superhero movie ever, ever. like even Wonder every Woman. Every Marvel film, <laughs> oh, it's Woman. good. It looks good at least. Yeah. This was no. DC level. DC level where it's just it DC awkwardly level. CG. And you're like, oh, look, David Thewlis' face in a giant thing. Why is that? Oh. I think it was like. Or like phase one CG. I wasn't thinking it was DC level awkwardly CG. Um, it, it, I'm, I'm just breezing along with the rest of my yeah, fire. Yeah, right? go, go ahead. Um, go ahead. Number nine, the spy who dumped me. Uh, yeah, it, it yes, was nice. very much a me movie. It was a movie <laughs> catered for me. I was like, I, I saw the trailers and I was like, there's no way I'm not going to like this unless it's really bad. And it was not really bad. Exceptional therefore- action scenes as well. This was on yeah. my honorable Can't mentions up mention. until very recently. Oh, really? Only because my honorable mentions list is fucking long as yeah, hell. Yeah, of course it fucking is. Because I made an attempt movies. to do 10. And Zane challenged me to make it 10. Really and I, I know I had like a top 15 and I had to narrow it down. So I well, had to knock some honorable mentions Last year we did like nearly 20, so yeah. we can't do yeah. that again. Well, we can't do a top 20 each time. No, but no. yeah, I really loved Spy Dump Me. I love awesome. the comedy. The action was intense and it was violent. It, it didn't pull punches. Uh, speaking of not pulling punches, Mission Impossible Fallout. Number yes. Eight. yes. I, I, I wanted it. Mission Impossible Fallout to be higher, but I still stand by the fact I didn't like that it was the same director. I loved everything about it, but it, it was it just didn't feel different. Jumping from four to five was such a difference, and five to six was. He made such an attempt, though. Can you appreciate the attempt? Oh yeah, the fact that he completely changed the creative team is great, but yeah. I still felt it. And sure. sure, I feel like though, if it hadn't been announced that it was the same one and they'd said it was a different name, I feel like you wouldn't yeah. be making this judgment. Maybe, maybe. I feel uh, like I, there's I, a bit of psychosomatic viewing going on. Entirely yeah. possible, but yeah. I do. Uh, the The third act in Mission Impossible was impossibly good. It just kept on <laughs> piling on and piling on and piling on, and it got to the point where I was like, "Oh my god, are they actually gonna die?" And of course they're not. It's fucking Tom Cruise. Yeah. And- not going to happen. Number seven, Infinity War. I'm sure it's somewhere yep. on all of our lists. No. You, nope. Infinity War's not nope. on your lists. Nah. I just love the fact that because I was expecting it to You're be- such a mainstream. I am a mainstream. Oh. Look, I haven't seen much this year. I'm glad then. In that case, yay, I have a unique thing in my list. <laughs> yeah, I am special. It. I mean, I maintained the whole time that I was disappointed by Infinity War. I, I had oh, really? fun. I yeah. liked what it was, but- the more movies I watched, the less I, I really remembered it, or f- but, yeah. thought about Infinity War Yeah, when War I think of Marvel, I don't think of Infinity War. I thought Black oh. Panther was way better than Infinity War for me. In- mm. Infinitely better than Infinity hey. War. Uh, Zane is disappointed in <laughs> <laughs> Yep, um, in both. It's Mighty Motion Picture End. Zane's disappointed in us. <laughs> uh, which means I'm up to number six, uh, which is The Quiet Place. Awesome. Which, uh, quite- oh, so you watched it. Yes. Thank yes. you. For- Did you love it? <laughs> Okay, I did. My main complaint. Oh, oh. something about what's the name? Annie Lennox. <laughs> yes, Annie Lennox is amazing. Okay, no, um, the fact that <laughs> why would you get pregnant? Yeah, just yeah. Just, yeah. just don't hold off. No, no, he's he's he's. I think because I because watched the this kid twice. Died, so they were like, we no, need to make more. No, it's set in <laughs> rural America. What is the dominant thing in rural Americans? 
strong religious, anti-abortion, Catholicism, Christianity. I was like, and because they never discussed religion, but it's very clearly probably, but like, it's America. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. I I totally bought, I was like, you know what? I could totally buy them being against using condoms. Yeah. And just fucking and getting pregnant and then not aborting it. Yeah. I mean, specifically, like you don't have to have sex. If you're alone in the world in an apocalypse. What else is there to do? Okay, there I are mean, kids. I don't want to get explicit, but there are things <laughs> other than penis in vagina sex <laughs> no, that you can kidding. do. Also, this is there true. are kids who you can't hear sneaking up on you because you're quiet, they're quiet, everything's quiet. Yeah. Awkward times will happen. <laughs> anyway, that that that's uh, uh, also I I hear they're making a sequel. I don't want I don't that. want a sequel. It should have finished. That the, ending the, moment the is one ended, of the best. Like, oh, yeah, fuck great. Yeah. That's no sequels, what made please. the movie for me more than anything else was the moment they chose to cut to black. I was, yeah. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, Zane or Josh? Clockwise, if you want. Oh, clockwise. Yeah. Josh. All right. Oh, great. Now everyone knows where we're sitting. Dude, everyone who's listening <laughs> Dude, right now is like, Dude, oh. they didn't know what table it is. They didn't know anything else. No. They know what order we're sitting. <laughs> yeah, sure. So my number 10 is Halloween. Cool. Ooh, yep. I fucking love that. Like, I think it was also as a result of watching all those terrible Halloween sequels. This was so <laughs> refreshing for me. So refreshing. And I loved what they did with um, Laura's character. I loved how they gave um, Judy Gear something to do. Like, right? this is great. David Gordon Green did a really I love the dog. twists on the like iconic moments. On the to iconic give them moments. To give them, giving them to Laurie. Yeah. Genius. It wasn't like, it wasn't the best visual language they could have gone with, but I still was still was a strong visual language. Yeah. Like some of the shots, especially in the suburbia shot when like it's literally I think in the score it's called The Shape Returns and it cues this up. Is the, this is the tracking shot that ends yeah, with the, the knife shot. through the, f- knife the throat. Through the, yeah. Fucking throat. It's so good. Oh, yeah. Have you seen it yet? Justin? No, I haven't. Oh. Thanks for the spoilers guys. Now I know there's a knife in the throat at some point. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I oh, recommend God. yeah. See see it if you can. If you haven't seen it, stop Listening to this, I guess we're gonna spoil. Things. No, don't oh, stop. Are you gonna spoil? Oh. Yeah. Are you gonna spoil? Um, no, we're done now. I'm going oh, okay, on to my good. number nine, Widows. Because oh yeah, oh, man, I nice. really wanted to see Widows. I oh, haven't seen it yet. Damn it, smart, smart thriller. I smart didn't get out. Steve McQueen thriller, really great ride. That one shot of like the tracking of the car as well. The car shot. So, that's one of my favorite so shots of the shots. year. So such, good. A, such a fun shot. Uh, beautiful character moments. I loved the dynamic. Um, Viola Davis is a queen, and I love her. Yeah. Um, number eight is a quiet place. Having a yep. chance to cover a lot there, but I just I'm still astounded, um, by what John Krasinski did and team did. It's really fun ride. Uh, number seven is Crazy Rich Asians. I just had a blast yeah. in this film. This is such nice return to form for the rom com this year. Actually, this is a return to form for the rom com. This is such a beautiful. Film and on all levels, I just had a blast. I, I love how it had up. a lot of style to it as well. So I style. really dug, like especially like the Twitter montage. Yeah, yes. brilliant. Just like all the little character moments, like from all, all the characters. Aquafina was just funny. Yeah. Um. And wait, where am I? Seven. Number six. Six is the death of Stalin. I managed to watch this. Oh, yeah. nice. Before we got, I was just like, finally managed to watch this like two weeks ago, like a week ago. I was just like, I gotta get it in. I need to watch it before. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, I better like, I don't know. Gotta watch it. Yes, this is what biopics should be done. Yeah. Like, I mm. who gives a shit about the facts? <laughs> go <laughs> for the funny. Like, they still have accents. Yeah. Re- language Ac- doesn't matter. It, it goes for the irrelevant. Facts. Funnily, the accents. <laughs> 
irrelevant, comedy, irreverent. It was just great. Also such Ooh. a great ending shot. I love Thank the little you. look that Steve Buscemi gives. Like it's so perfect. Oh no, the guy is the, the, the guy, guy above him because above him looks yeah, at him. Did you know throughout the film how they give like the name badge? Like they pretty much do the yeah. superimposed text, but then they don't do it for that time, but you know who it is simply by the look. Yeah. Which I found was amazing. Did they not do it for that time? I swear no. in my head they did. No, they they mention it in like the closing text so oh, this is okay. what happened in history. But they didn't do the text over the guy because it was all meant to be implied by the look. Oh, uh, okay. So, yeah. which I think it was really powerful because throughout the film, it sells you on that look. Yeah. Um, Jason Isaacs was a standout for me. His as well. entrance yeah. is one of the best. <laughs> oh like the, <laughs> with the jacket. And- um, apparently, too, the real life general actually had more medals than he did, but they took away some medals because it was too unrealistic. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? That's insane. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's six. Great. And then so, my, my yeah, first, first uh, five is number 10 is the latest edition. I literally watched this like 24 hours ago. Ooh. It's a Danish thriller film called The Guilty, Guilty. By, written by Emil Nigor Albertson, directed by Gustav Merler. Uh, this is this is set in one room. It's a, an emergency call center and a cop gets a call <gasps> and it's a thriller. It all takes place. You, they never cut away from the thing. And I thought like it would be a fun, interesting thriller. I didn't expect them to bring in this really deceptively simple but brilliant visual language into it. It's so good. Like it's a guy at a desk with a headset. That's the movie. And it's wow. th- it's nail-bitingly good. I cannot recommend this enough. It really shocked me because I just expected it to be fun. So it was one of the last ones I put on because I was like, ah, oh, it won't really make my list, maybe honorable mention. Now this is top 10. I knocked something off to put this on my top Wonderful. 10. Specifically Brilliant. whatever I said before. What was it? <laughs> I don't uh, uh, Spy, don't me. No. Uh, well, number nine is also a recent viewing. It's Can You Ever Forgive Me? Number uh, nine. Yeah. I saw that on the uh, ri- list, written actually. by Nicole Holofcena. That's how you pronounce it. Uh, and Jeff Witte and directed by Marielle Heller. Uh, I expected this on paper. This should be like a really Oscar baby. It's the comedic actor trying to get their Oscar. This. They do a dramatic <laughs> thing. It's a true story about something you've never heard of before. Oh. On paper, this should be really like paint by numbers. And to a degree, it kind of is. It's just executed so well. and So direct- much charm in it. Right? Right at the performances. Uh, Richard E. Grant. Brilliant. Even even Melissa McCarthy. This is my favorite Melissa McCarthy performance, and it's directed. It's very subtle. It's two shots and over the shoulders done right. Like I always bitch about that in movies. Yeah. If you want to do it, watch this movie. That's how you fucking do it. Uh, number eight is the favorite, written by Deb- yes, written yes, by Deborah yes. Davis and Tony yeah. McNamara, directed by Yorgos Lanthimos. Uh, this <laughs> movie had me cunt struck. Uh, <laughs> it is. Del- it's. Del- it's. Have it's you a- seen the movie, Chance? I'm assuming it's a word from. It's the a movie phrase from the movie. Uh, that is the, possibly the most beautiful is, word. It's I've one heard. of my. F- <laughs> yeah, like it's, new favorite word. There are so many yeah, great little little things like that. The best way to describe this movie is it's like it's fucking delicious. Like it's Excellent. so. It's a period piece shot with fisheye lenses. I love the way they shoot it. The performances are brilliant. Like all three of them are equally as strong. And Nicole. And and who? Nicholas Holt. Oh, Nicholas Holt. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I love Nicholas Holt. He's probably not going to get as much love, although no, it's a no. bit of a thin supporting actor race, so uh, possibly mm. he might get some some love from the Academy. But so much fun. Like I can't. And this movie will warrant repeat viewings. And again, like Death of Stalin, I want more period films done with more style like yeah, this. Yeah, more style. Way more style. Um, number seven, Black Panther, written by Ryan Coogler and J. Robert Cole, directed by Ryan Coogler. 
this is easily one of my favorite superhero movies. We've we've said it all. It's yeah. it's so great. It's getting it's, deserved you know. love. It's like fuck yeah diversity. Fuck yeah great filmmaking. I, I couldn't say more. And number six is Bad Times at the El Royale, written mm. and directed by Drew Goddard. Uh, this is like new Hitchcock. It's so good. Technically brilliant. I think narratively brilliant and every single performance is great. And in a cast that big with that many personalities yeah. to balance that is huge. But my standout is Cynthia Aviro and the little kid whose name I can't remember. The she bell, was in Widows the bell as well. Uh, yeah, she's, she's had such a fucking good year. year. Um, right, right. So I ca- like I, this one will come out on DVD at the end of January in Australia. Oh, Get it and watch it. And it's you. worth repeat viewings. It's going to be very delicious. Sure like sure it is out on DVD. <gasps> no, 30th of January. It's a very oh, okay. rich, very rich cinematic work has gone into it, but it's not, it's not flashy in the way that like the favorite is. It's, it's, it's subtle, but not too subtle. It was my kind of film. Uh, Zane, what are yours? Ooh. I'm very interested to see what your top five are because <laughs> you will be very interested. <laughs> we may have inverse lists. Ooh. <laughs> oh, let's uh, find out. My number 10 is Bad Times at the El Royale. Um, I think I, I sent a message through to Shane when I watched it. I was like, this is... This is like a Tarantino movie if written and directed by Joss Whedon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> 100%. It's so fun. Which is all all good. And now I'm... I'm and I love s- that it's also like a musical in yeah. a way as well, which is yeah. so cool. Uh, and I'm very sad that all of you have been so well behaved in your top 10 because I do have a tie for my number nine. Oh, oh I thought you were going to say like There may be a porn. tie coming up in mine at some Okay, point. good. <laughs> um, because I couldn't take either of these off the list because I... El Royale needed to be there, but both of these were better than El Royale in my mind mm-hmm. this year. So number nine, blind spotting. Um, this you, is this will come back it. again. Yeah, this is amazingly poetic, uh, a poetic movie. Uh, so succinct in what it says. Yeah, uh, performances phenomenal. Yeah. And like this, this is I think a voice and a story that we're going to hear a lot more of in the next yes. five years. Yes. Um, as the kind of uh, people of colour and the gentrification issues rise up again in the US specifically. Yeah. I think this is a this is a story that we're going to see a lot more. I think what I loved is what was said was great and how it was said was yeah. the, like to me, I mean, this was going to come up in my next section. Um, every shot had a thought and a decision behind yeah. it every single moment. And I love movies. This is like and the me performances and were electric. Yeah. Um, all of them the were, e- were The perfection. end monologue slash rap. Yeah. Like this is one of my favorite male performances of the year. Like, digs. You yeah. want to learn it, but I could never do it. Yeah, yeah, because I don't <laughs> rap at all. Yeah, 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 and yeah. not with that attitude, Dane. <laughs> just drop a beat. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was just shocked wow. by the amount of like confetti that you just yeah, rained upon sorry, the desk. You have destroyed some I was sort just of alpha like, oil there. destroyed my brain cells. I was like, what? Confetti. It was meant to start. It a was. Sick it was too beat. colorful. My eyes so distracted. Perhaps the polar opposite, but tied with blind spotting for number nine on my list is Love Simon. Cool. Um, yep. 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 Again, uh, we will see this later. Spoiler <laughs> alerts, man. Do you want me to go like? To my number two, and then go back around. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah that way. Because um, because I think we'll have inverse. Yeah. <laughs> um, Love Simon is a movie we've seen before, but never with a gay lead. Yeah, like, and that's it was done so perfectly, and I'm so glad that we finally have a good text because so often gay cinema, happy positive, text. yeah, is the depressing dramas yeah. are important. 
don't get me wrong, but, yeah, but we need some <laughs> we need some joy. Yeah. Uh, number eight is Black Klansman. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I hope this is on more of your lists. This will I'm be. <laughs> glad that it wasn't. Uh, I will not couldn't. be spoiling anything. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes. Um, Black Klansman is a, look. I I it's just great. Yep. Again, yeah. The performances on top of a great story. This is by far my favorite Topher Grace performance. Yeah. Yeah. No, no question. One hundred percent. Um, and I've always been kind of a Topher Grace apologist. I've always thought that he was better than. Everyone what he else was doing, sort of, <laughs> either than what he was doing, and I'm glad that he's finally made a bit of a jump into drama. Mm. Uh, so number seven is Assassination Nation. Yeah, uh, this is something that I would have totally missed if Shane hadn't sent it through. Um, this was on my top ten, and it it got bummed off by the guilty. Like this was that was yeah. the last one to get bummed off. I'm pissed off, but I'm like, <laughs> I was. You gave me the challenge to keep it at ten, I did. and I, I did. worked <laughs> my butt off to do that. Um, Assassination Nation. Isn't a perfect film, but it has something to say, and it says it very well. Um, it is very well written, very statement, well shot, very well shot statement. Um, but it's kind of like it's a movie, a poetic version of the Purge. Yes, huh. and what I say is, it's a movie that is very of now, yeah. right now, and it's a movie I hope becomes dated. Yes, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It probably in 10 years, if things get pick up and get better, it's going to become a dated movie, but that's not a bad thing because that's yeah. kind of what the movie wants. Yeah, huh. absolutely. Well, it's really good. It has one of my favourite uh, tracking shots, just one of my favourite shots. It's there's, there's a home invasion done and the entire sequence is shot outside the house so you can see people hiding behind curtains against the window yeah. and shit like that. It's Ooh. technically, and I saw they did it on like $7 million. I'm like, fuck. This is really good. And also, because I, I was watching it when Chan's star was here yeah. and you picked up on the colour, like the colour yeah. used through it is oh, phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, and my number six is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Um, oh, God, I love this film. I was sold so. this film as better than the best Spider-Man movie ever. Best Spider-Man movie ever. Yeah, I, I, I would... I think I'd agree. Even, no, I, am I saying it's better than Spider-Man 2? I think I it's know. tied I, with Spider-Man 2 for me. I think it succeeds Spider-Man 2 in some way. Spider-Man Homecoming. Cool. Yeah. Um, okay. But I, like Spider-Man Homecoming was higher up on my list last year. Yeah. But Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is a great film and I mm-hmm. hope we get more like it. Mm, I think that's... Uh, I think this is what comic book movies really should be. Yeah. Uh, rather absolutely. than getting bogged down in the drama of, a, of the creation of a superhero is like... Like we know these stories, we don't need to be spoon yeah. fed. It's, it literally opens up. You know the rest of the story. Yeah, you anyone can wear a mask. It's, it's more about like, the positivity of being a superhero rather than like the negatives of being a superhero or like mm. taking yeah. on the mantle in a positive light. It's just. Ugh. So, did you want me to go through to my number two and then go back yes. around the table? And then we'll, we'll, do you want to go back around the other way and then end on Chester, yeah. or do you yeah. want to go like just? I don't know. It's your podcast. Oh. <laughs> you go that, and we'll go reverse and back. Oh, keep okay. It fresh. Okay. Well, I'm pretty sure three of these four movies have already been mentioned. <laughs> uh, can you ever forgive me, uh, Melissa McCarthy and Richard E. Grant? Like, just yep. I love you and I saw this movie together, and you were like, "How about halfway through the movie, you whispered to me like, I can't decide which of these characters I am." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out I'm. Not Lee Richard E. Grant. No. <laughs> You're not a drug dealer. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Can You Ever Forgive Me is just a really charming movie. Like, it doesn't doesn't pretend to be more than it is. Yeah. Um, and, again, all the supporting actors, like, we mentioned the, the two leads. but Even the random, like, 
trick of Richard E. Krantz yeah. was yeah. really compelling. Uh, number four, Death of Stalin. Yeah. More movies like this, please. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just phenomenal cast doing what they do best. Uh, I think is FYI. This would be on my list, but it was on my list last year because I saw it at a film festival. For oh, the was it? Oh, yeah. This was. I think it was maybe my honorable mentions. I'm not 100 percent sure. Remember, yeah. Uh, number three is the favorite. Yeah. Woo! This cool. is a movie that I'm going to be watching over and over again. Well, the second I saw it, it was like with with um uh, uh, the spy who dumped me. I saw it. I'm like, this is a Zane movie through and through. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and my number two hasn't come up yet. I hope it comes up on some of your lists. Hereditary. Yeah, uh, this was well, number one on my list for most of this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love this movie. It literally took me by surprise three times in the film, and that's not something that many films do. Where yeah. it's literally right. like, "What is going to happen right now?" Wait, yeah. well, I know what one of them yeah, is. Yeah, I, I think what's we all the, know what one of them what's is. What's the other, the one that you know we know it is? What's the other two? Uh, the well, I can't without spoilers. But like, tell uh, us off air. Uh, okay, yeah, well, t- tell, well, tell me off air. air. Tell, tell me off air. air. Um, and just the way that it is shot, it, oh, it adds brilliant. to the they designed the, the set intenseness. They designed the set to fit the shot list. Yeah, which yeah, yeah. it shows because just Beautiful. that work. Oh, it was brilliant. And I just. More, I, I really love the 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 character. I guess the choice of making her a miniature um, artist, yeah, and, mm. and having the it was such an interesting inherently courageous. creepiness yeah. of yeah. that. Or even just like the fr- like transition choices through yeah. the yeah the yeah yeah. The work so goes. hereditary. That's yeah. my number two. That's your number okay. Two. Cool. My number five is Blind Spotting. Um, this mm. is. This is a movie that warrants multiple viewings, and it will be, I reckon, just as electric the first, the second, third time you watch it as you do the first. This is a movie just like me and Earl and the Dying Girl. Every shot counts, and they've done it yes. so well. They've lit it well. They have, um, I believe, they use in-camera lighting shifts, like theatrical lighting shifts at some Ooh. parts, because there's some dream sequences. Like the setup of the story is it's a guy who's three days away from being off probation and he witnesses a policeman shoot a black man on the street. And he, do I say something and cause trouble and maybe cause trouble for myself? And then alongside is this buddy relationship with his white friend who's very much like... Well, he grew up in the same neighbourhood, in the same group of friends, but he gets away with acting a whole bunch more gangster yeah. Um. Then his black friend does because he's black friend yeah. into prison. And I think the the t- mm. the two the two leads also wrote the script, and I think that really benefits yeah. and that really shows because oh, okay. it's some really great performances. It's a uh, sorry, written by Rafael Casal and David Diggs, directed by Carlos Lopez Estrada, who I'd never heard of before, and I want to find everything he's done. We'll Excellent. we'll be seeing a lot more of David Diggs, I think. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Number four is uh, this one won't be on your list. Don't know if it'd be on your list. To all the boys I've loved before. Ah oh, yes, 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 yes. Again, yeah. like blind spotting, and this is what I found with the exception of one of these movies. What I loved about this is every shot had a thought behind it. Every cut had a thought behind it. And it's like like with Love Simon, it's a story we've seen before, but it's a voice we haven't heard before saying telling us that story. Uh, written by Sofia Alvarez, directed by Susan Johnson, to the point where I've. Loved what Susan Johnson did so much. I found I haven't watched it yet because I had to order it from overseas or wherever. Her first movie called um, Carrie Pilby. So I'll probably like watch that soon when I get the DVD and, and give you an update on how that is. But I just every shot of this and there's one shot in particular where it's down a hallway 
where they're in like a doorway and the beam in the middle is splitting them up and then she does a diagonal dolly to turn it from a two shot into a single. And I'm like, a decision like that just blew me away and the best dinner table scenes I've seen in like the last five years. Mm. Up there with Hereditary had really great dinner table scenes, but they weren't shot exceptionally well. Susan Johnson really like directed the fuck out of this movie and I just could not appreciate that more. Number three, Black Klansman. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, all the things you said, but also the formal control that Spike Lee exercises in this movie is, it boggles the mind because he's not even, it, it, he makes it feel effortless, but I'm watching the movie and I know there's so much thought and so much work. And a lot of people got really pissed off at the last three minutes of that movie. <laughs> I wonder what it was. Like Patrick hated it. Oh, he really? He oh, loved wow. the movie up until the last three minutes. I'm like, but that does the last three minutes the point yeah, of the whole the fucking movie. And um, again, one of my favorite shots, the double dolly, the use of the Spike yeah. Lee double dolly. Mm, brilliant. I just, there, there's so much to love. I'm really angry that I haven't watched enough Spike Lee stuff. So that's my mission this year is to marathon some Spike Lee shit. Because well, that's the thing. I'm not a huge fan of Spike Lee's past work, but Black Clansman really yeah. got it. I yeah. was going to say, because like some of his stuff I love, some of it, nah, I'm really hoping miss, yeah. that you end up hating most of his work. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. Oh, you came in at a good point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and number two, as mentioned, Love, Simon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially just per- like there's something really surreal about seeing like a scene from your life played out, not in like you're very used to, especially if you're from a minority culture of like finding analog versions through other kinds of things. So seeing a direct one-to-one is surreal and wonderful and seeing it, my first screening of it is one of the best audiences. I sat in like a room full of gay men. Like <laughs> there's a, cathar- a level of catharsis that uh, you rarely feel. I mean, feel that monologue from his mother is yeah heartbreaking. Yeah. And then the monologue from his dad too. That's the one that caused the guy in my yeah. cinema to just break out crying. And it was brilliant. Written by Elizabeth. Because Boda. if you haven't heard that from your parents... Yeah, then it's yeah. like you're hearing it from your yeah. parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Written by Elizabeth Berger, <laughs> Isaac Aptica, and directed by Greg Belanti. And I have to say, like, visually, there could have been some better decisions, but there were some interesting decisions. There's a top-down shot that's a motif that's used at the beginning, the middle, and the end of the movie and that I mean, carried it through. That's the only reason it's not higher up on my yeah. list is because it wasn't as visually engaging as pretty much everything else higher up yeah. on my list. Yeah, was. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so that's my up to number two, Josh. Awesome. So my number five is Mission Impossible Fallout. Yeah, we mentioned before. I love this movie to death. I've actually recently <laughs> got the 4K, so I'm gonna watch those special features. Nice. And all those commentaries as well. I'm so keen for that movie. Yeah, you've covered it before. Uh, number four is Hereditary. Zay Ooh. mentioned it. it is on my list because I this was like also my number one of the year until I saw a couple others. <laughs> that I was just like, oh, I got bumped down a bit, but it's still in the top five because it's so amazing and so majorly directed. My experience with this film was the best I could have viewed of that as well because I was like pretty much alone in the theater. No. Like, <laughs> night. Me too. Yeah. Uh, um, how do you guys like, that click? That click <laughs> that happens in the, over the- in the left speaker of my empty, yeah. empty theater, yeah. completely empty theater. I nearly jumped <laughs> to the next row. Let's see. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I will be. I will be very angry if Tony Collette isn't nominated. I will. Oh, be. I will too. Not, that is fucking. Yeah, but it is shit. a really heavy female lead it is, race, and yeah. it she deserves very it. early in the year. Yeah, it and it's a horror, and it's which a horror. Awards don't like, um, but like uh, it's. 
The fact I that love she, Tony Collette, and yeah. this is probably my favorite performance. Her. Yeah, yeah, and for her to do some of the best acting, not even on camera, mm. that's nuts. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, oh, so many it. parts of this movie that I love, and I've watched it. I just want to watch it again, again and again. again. Like yeah. I haven't even. Seen, yeah. So my number three is technically from 2017, but it didn't release here until 2018. I know like, what uh, this is. Paddington Two. Because. That, this no, did they get a box why... and they release here? I don't. If, if it did, okay. If it did, cool. I didn't see this it was my. This, year. this was a. Uh, uh, I classified this as a an addendum to my top ten uh, from last year. Fair enough. Fair enough. Because it would be number one. No, yeah. number two after Shape of Water. The, the only reason it's not on my list yeah. is because I was like, technically, it's 2017. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm gonna add it to this year because, like, I saw it this year. It came out on Boxing Day. I'm gonna count it. Um, <laughs> This is such like just a special, nice little movie, like in like, Aquaman. and it built upon, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it built upon one so well, and I just loved every little thing from this movie. It's so it's shot so well. Shot I know so you well. don't expect it to be shot so well. Hugh Grant's best performance. Hugh Grant is so great in this movie. I love it. Um. So and then my number two, which was gonna be number one, but it got bumped down. Because controversial choice, number one, but not really. I don't think it's controversial. I don't I think know it's, con- con- it's controversial. Yeah, you could see. You know it. what happened when I saw this movie? I'm like, that can't be my number one. It's Josh's number one. Movie. <laughs> yeah, I figured this as well. Fair enough. But my number two is Roma. Yes, I love this film. We saw it together. Shane. We saw it together saw in, it a together. Cinema, in a, a cinema. cinema. It was so good. We're still Ideal hoping for the Netflix bomb, but that didn't happen. I, no, no, they did a really classy Netflix <laughs> bomb at the beginning. It was they really did a, weird. They did a black and white like curtains open. So, mm. And like a, like the end kind of draws itself. So because we, we were just waiting for it to go bomb oh. in a cinema and listen to everyone laugh. Yeah, and it that never happened. So it was smart. Like they were thinking about that shit when they were designing the titles, which is kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. I this movie sat with me for like three weeks mm. after I it just poured around in my head. I cannot believe how wonderful this movie is, and both for technical and emotional level, there's shots in this. Film that took my breath away. Like, yeah, there, there, there's, yeah, the beach shot. There's, there's this moment. I finally took, found out how they fucking finally found did out it. how they did that, and, yeah. and it's seamless. It's so it's seamless, absolutely seamless. And I also saw a behind the scenes photo, which might have been from that article, but it was released independently. Oh, it yeah. just showed how they did it. And I was just like, it's wow. so amazing. There's like, I don't want to play my f- one of my favorite female performances up there with <sighs> Tony Collette. It's, I think there's so many things I just don't want to mention because yeah, you just it's see one it. worth watching. And if you haven't had a chance to see it on a cinema, just put it on Netflix. Put watch on Netflix. it. It's the biggest TV. Watch in a single setting. It's really an experience. Don't, don't be yeah, on your you phone. Have to, you have to sit and watch. This Re- one. Remove all your devices. Remove all distractions. Get your food prepared earlier. Don't. Like just leave, just be in the moment. Get some popcorn. Pretend you're in the cinema. <laughs> in the cinema. Darken the curtains. Lock the doors. Hide your family members if they annoy you. Just enjoy it. Yeah. That's my number two. So trust. All right. So my uh f- next four. Um. So I'm gonna add a tie here. It wasn't originally a tie. I took it off my list because I was like, uh, does it deserve it? Mm, I feel like it does. So my number five. <laughs> Uh, I'll start with the obvious one. Yep. Number five is Hereditary. Ooh. That was the, oh man, a, Jesus Christ. So many, so few films can affect you on such a personal level. Charles was texting me his trauma. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Are you excited that there is uh, another pagan horror movie coming out from Ari Aster next yeah. year? Of course. Uh, Midsommar. More naked pagans. Uh, th- this movie was so terrifying that I wrote two scripts because I couldn't sleep out of it. Yeah. That's, uh, I, I, I just lay in bed going, well, what if I write a comedy? What if, 
What if this happens? Yeah, okay, I, yeah, okay. I, I came home from that movie at like one in the morning. And, oh, Jesus. And it was terrifying. <laughs> no, that I couldn't do. Uh, my other number five oh, is okay, yep. Anna and the Apocalypse. Hey. Technically, that would have been like probably round number 10, but I'm just, I'm just adding ties. This ain't out of the tie. I'm adding ties. <laughs> yeah, sure. Fuck go, you. Go, this go was also it. on my top 10 until very recently. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I was surprised that it wasn't on your top 10. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm adding it in now because yep. Anna and the Apocalypse is such a fun the only thing that got it kicked off was the former- Anna, Anna, Annie Lennox thing. I know, I know. <laughs> you just got to put these things aside, Jane. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, just the formal choices. I wanted in the in-between bits, I wanted a bit more visual stuff. The musical numbers were fine. I just yeah. wanted a bit of a better language in that those parts, language. Yeah. No, I, I, I understand that. Um, but yeah, it, this is easily one of the best zombie films we've had in years, but that's because we yeah. get very few good zombie films these days. And it's no. a Scottish zombie Christmas musical. <laughs> Which is how I've been telling everyone, and I still only know like four people outside of uh, us who have seen it. Uh, yeah. It's very disappointing. Number four is Black Klansman. Of course yeah. it is. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ, this movie. Oh, man, it was just such a good time, and it was so intense. The 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 fucking uh, the, when um, Adam Driver says that like he's been Jewish his this whole was life. My favorite and it was Adam never... Driver performance. Oh, absolutely. Sorry, I interrupted. And, so and I'm ones. an Adam Driver apologist as well. Like I've been a fan of his from way back. I've never heard him, but I've been rather indifferent. And then I saw this, I'm like, oh, I yeah. see it. He's yeah. yeah. <laughs> real good. And he's yeah. always been great. But and I I mentioned Tove Grace and not Adam Driver. But I should have mentioned Adam. <laughs> yeah, should have mentioned Adam, Adam Driver. Driver. Yeah. But the scene where Adam Driver was talking about how like he's been Jewish his whole life, it just never occurred to him until he's in these situations yeah. Yeah, yeah. that that hit me hard everything just hit me hard and i was i was watching it with my black girlfriend because i'm a cool guy black girlfriend wife i married her. <laughs> that's how cool i am and yeah she was she's, like she's any asian yeah she, she's indian and if i learned anything from watching doctor who this year apparently like indians were fine during uh rosa parks time so in in america in in south South Africa, though they were mm. the same. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, a- any people of Good color to know. were. Yep. <laughs> Good to know the apartheid didn't discriminate. No, discriminate. Yeah, in a good way. Yes. <laughs> um, number three. Uh, so my my top three all could have been number one. Okay. Number three is specifically because it's it's Spider Man. It's Spider Man yeah, into the Spider Verse. Uh, it was such such a good movie. Um, everything from the the artistic style of it and, and the fact that it it didn't rely on your knowledge of Spider-Man, yeah. but Ooh. it still went, fuck you, it, here's everything. It, it successfully told the idea of the comic book multiverse in like, Visually, and visual. how did they? How did they go from? Oh, we've got to play safe. We got to play safe with Spider-Man. Play it safe. To you know what? Fuck it. Second most confusing storyline we've ever done. Do it. Do the do a movie of that. I like, think it's. I think it's because for 15, 20 years now, everyone have been telling them we don't need to see the origin story no, again. I think. Please. I think. I, part of it would be Spider-Man Homecoming being successful yeah, in the way it was. True. And then part of it is Amy Pascal probably came in and she was like, fuck it. Cause she had a, she had a really shit run yeah. from yeah. being yeah. fired from Sony. Yeah. So now she's like, okay. Like she probably pushed for something original. She's very into giving directors freedom to do wild. And shit. I think what yeah. it does now is because we're so saturated with super superhero, super villain culture mm. is that if you see someone with four mechanical arms on their back, you don't need to know who they are. You know yeah. that they are an, a super villain. Yeah. yeah. You, yeah. you know that that's <laughs> you know what's going to, so you don't need to know why you 
calling them Dr. Octopus. They're just Dr. Octopus. And if you want to find out, you can. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Uh, I saw that with my wife. And my wife isn't a huge comic book fan. She doesn't care about comic book stuff. But she got got the movie. She she loved it. Because it's predominantly Miles' story as well. Yeah, exactly. The fact that it's a Spider-Man we haven't seen It's a diverse Spider-Man too. Like it managed to just do everything all at once. Hispanic. Black Spider Man. Well, Afro, I think yeah, Afro Spider Man. That's what we've yeah. got this year. Yeah. Yes. People of color, like all of our lists are featuring heaps of movies with people of color, Absolutely. led by people oh, yeah. of color, written Three, by people of color. Four, yeah. So that's why I'm going to choose. Five of my top, half of my top 10 is people of color in leads. Number yep. two is possibly one of the whitest movies. And <laughs> I'm kind of not surprised, but I'm also disappointed it's on none of your lists. Ballad of Buster Scruggs. I have not watched it. I haven't watched, oh, it. I haven't watched it yet. What? Yeah. You fuckers. It's just, I was, I was, I, I, yeah. I Zane's not great recommendation yeah. kind of, I was like, he was like, it, you'd like it, but it won't be make your listing kind it's of thing. true. Yeah, no, I, I, and I it was tr- on my honorable mentions until I cut down my honorable mentions. I really liked it, mm. but I think, I mean, when I looked at what else is on my top ten <laughs> list, like it's you're like, yeah, f- get out. Of yeah, here. for yeah. me, like, because I've I've watched it twice, and the first time I liked it, but the second time I watched it, I loved it. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm getting all this other stuff. The reason it's not number one is because don't, I don't think don't I, say you're number one. Remember? No, I won't. Okay. I, 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 don't, I don't think I'll, I'll watch it again. I think I've gotten everything out of it, and it was a great experience. And I've got that experience, and now now I like I won't seek out watching it again. I might watch it again. It, it was really enjoyable. They're on Netflix forever. Yes, yeah, it's, it's on Netflix forever. I'll forever. be fine. <laughs> um, but no, I I think. I really enjoy, enjoyed all six stories. Zane, you're the only one who has seen it. Was there any story you didn't like? Um, no, not not that I didn't like. I think there was a lot of variety of story. Uh, I really uh, love the Buster Scruggs. Like, I think that that, oh, the, the, that story and the ending was just perfect. The fact that that's how they opened it. And yeah. that's, see, I, I think the fact that they called it Buster Scruggs yeah. is one of the reasons people don't like the other stories. Uh, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, oh, but that's kind of what makes it work so well yeah. is because nothing is like Buster Scruggs. I think the, the, the one that That's I the one where he like least. walks out and he leaves like the impression in the dust. Like, yeah. is that that yeah, one? Yeah. yeah. The Tex Avery cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, the one I like the least is probably the James Franco section um, just because it, it was the shortest and didn't really do much. Um, mm. All the others, very different tones. Yeah. Uh, but still really entertaining. Like the ones uh, I'm- cool. Blanking on the name now, the one with the chicken. Oh yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. That that was the one that I Isn't liked it, the least the first time I watched it, and it's probably my second favorite. Yeah, second I, I think that's is it was Zoe Kazan. Close. Pardon? Is it Zoe Kazan? I know she's in the movie. I don't know. No, it's just a chicken no, and Liam Neeson. That's the one with the dog. It's the Liam Neeson one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah no, uh, it's it's just it's real good, guys. You should watch it. It um, is real good. Yeah, I will. I will. I will. List, and list. And, it, yeah. and it's it doesn't ask a lot of you. No, not okay. at all. It's really you a, just lot watch it yeah, it's really yeah. a lot of Con brothers do. Yeah, a lot of Con brothers. Because the it's great because the Con brothers are just they're, they're the main theme that is in every single one of those films is nothing matters. They are very existential filmmakers. They are, and I haven't seen this, it, but a serious man is existentialism the definitive yep. existentialist movie like my favorite still burn versions yeah. of existentialism it is the most cohen's brothersy cohen brothers film that ever did cohen's brother <laughs> because it's every type of cohen brother films all yeah. six films are completely unique they're totally different but they're all so cohen brothers mm, right 
Um, I will say this about my rankings. Pretty much all of my top 10, with the exception of my number one, could be uh, like I value them equally. Like to me, it's like I haven't yeah. ranked it like number 10 is worse than number three or something. To me, all of them are, I rate them about the same. They're just so different. So I could me- probably say that the top five on my list could be a number one in a year. Yeah. I think the bottom five are specifically only on there because I love them so much or yeah. the bottom six, I should say. Yeah. And that I would want to watch them again. I, again. I agree with you because I feel like there's so many great I even choices. Have, out I have there. a couple of honorable uh, mentions that. Could have Were been, it yeah. not for a limited yeah. top ten list, they would they would make my top ten. Yeah, in <laughs> any other year they could be. And if, most, if, if it wasn't for the limits of numbers, <laughs> yeah. yeah, if it wasn't for math, even then, like uh, like a lot of these could be number ones in another year. Yeah, mm. yeah, very very easily. Yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, see, I, I feel like what's your honorable? My, my last three, so so it, it goes in groups of threes for me, and like. The first three easily could have been the top one. The next six could have easily been the same number. And the last three all could have been my top three. Uh, sorry, last three. Anyway, uh, so my, I I really didn't see as much as I wish I had. I really wish I saw Assassination Nation. That's I watched be, um, 244 movies this past year. I... Yeah, I missed out on a lot as well. Like I missed out on a marathon burning. like seven in one day. Like, <laughs> I missed out on oh god, so burning! I could not find a screening yeah. of that, so I'm pissed. Um, burning so in Beale Street. Beale Street's not coming out till so later. There, there are a few so. at least that I uh, did get to see that w- didn't make the list, but it's just really good that I loved. Futile stupid gesture. I really loved. Oh, okay, that. <gasps> that, was, um, that was last year. That was this year. Well, last yeah, last year. 27, 2018. 2018, That one. <laughs> The year that has just finished. Oh my god! That was it. Was like halfway through as well. One one of my favorite biopics. Um, yeah. W- which the other biopic being Death of Stalin, which I also saw this year. Oh, it's just great. Um, Blockers. I really. Okay. Yeah. I'm bummed I didn't get to put Blockers on the list because I I really <laughs> enjoyed Blockers and I love the queer rep. Yep, love the yeah. queer rep. And what I love is I I didn't realize until after looking into that I'd read the script for this movie. This movie used to be called Cherries. And it was about uh, just three dads and their daughters who'd made a virginity pact. And it was very brotastic sex comedy. And it's one of those examples where you can, you see the director coming in. This is a very clear female voice putting her stance in and saying, this needs to be different. What I loved loved about it it is that it was this, it should have been a brotastic uh, sex comedy, but it had such a clear female voice and it was really funny because i was talking this uh, a guy at work about this the other day and he was talking about how uh you know movies that push feminist agenda annoy him and then he's like but i love blockers here god that was great and i was like <laughs> did you did you did did you notice no, like, I didn't know it obviously. He only knows it when it's announced. And yeah, so it's, exactly. it's like it's like you with Mission Impossible. Yeah, exactly. It's a psychosomatic <laughs> viewing experience. Just bring it all back to that. Um uh, Early Man. Did anyone watch no? Early Man? No. Really? Uh, I, I, I love fuck. This is name? from the Ardman. Wallace and Gromit. Yes. I, I yeah. love Ardman. Ardman, what I love about Ardman films is they feel like Mel Brooks. No one feels like Mel Brooks, but I feel like Ardman comedies are that same sort of comedy. I can see that. And and Fair this enough. was a caveman sports movie. 
where they're trying to play soccer and so much of the comedy in it just felt so Mel Brooksian. I was like, oh, I'm in heaven. I literally only watched this yesterday. I didn't think it was going to make the top 10. I didn't think it was really? going to be that good. Because I, 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 I always underestimate Aardman movies. Pirates, uh, Band of Misfits. Yeah. That was one of my favorite movies that year. Oh, really? I fucking love that movie. <laughs> I said it right. I Zane, Zane is officially incredulous. <laughs> no, I, I didn't hate it, but Ooh. favorite movie of the year. Oh, it's not the favorite. No, but like a, a favorite. Of. If we yeah. did a top 10 in that year, it would be in it, I reckon. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'm not going to do any research. Let's, let's, let's no spend episodes. Let's, do, <laughs> let's spend episodes years. this coming year, like going back through and doing top 10s from previous years. <laughs> just just fill up. It'd be great sure. if we run out of topics. That's hey, a Shane, go-to. we mentioned this last episode that top 10, everything else is filler. All people are waiting for are those top tens. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. absolutely correct. So, uh, anything else on your honorable mention? Look, I'm sure you're going to mention them. I, if, <laughs> if there are any, I'm not remembering them right okay. now. Yeah. Josh. I would go my, no, no particular order, but I'll read them just from left to right on my oh, screen. Yeah. Uh, Black Panther, as we mentioned before. Yep. I will f- I'm will. i so keen to <laughs> see what Ryan Coogler does next. I love all of his films. He's doing Black Panther 2 next. Yeah. Is, it, is, that, is that the <laughs> next? Is that is the next I one? I believe that is the okay. next well, one. Well, Creed oh, 2 was. He did not direct that. Oh, he didn't do that. It was, no. Yeah, no, no. Oh, bummer. Um, so, and I love Black Panther. I think we covered it in this yep. entirety. Uh, Annihilation. Which okay. wasn't mm-hmm. like it wasn't like an, enough to like break the top ten, but I I did have a really good time with it, and I thought it was like interesting science fiction concepts. And it when, is when I saw it at the start of on, the year, mm-hmm. it would have top, made the top ten. Yeah, but I I, don't think, yeah, it would have made my honorable mentions. Yeah, I, I think it just uh, it couldn't break the top ten. It's a style of sci-fi that we don't see that often. We saw it with um, Arrival, that mm-hmm. kind of yeah, really yeah. smart slow. Poetic, yes, yeah, uh, cerebral again, sci fi because Arrival was based on a graphic novel and this mm. is based on a Arrival is on a short story, short story, mm. and then this is on a, a novel, novel series. So yeah. I'm excited to actually kind of excited to read novels as well and see or whether they're going to adapt future novels as well. Mm. Uh, number three is eighth grade, had a yep. decent time with it. It's um, yeah, it didn't stand out like incredibly like much. I just I appreciated the. Um, the direction and the performances, especially that bonfire scene. Th- that, that's one that I really wanted to see this year, yeah. but I didn't. I yeah. watched it. <laughs> <laughs> I understand your point of it's, view on it. Yeah. Um, wait, sorry, well, I just blanked what I mean, one was. No, oh, eighth grade, grade. Yeah. yeah you're, you're, it's, it's no so, Pirates Band of Misfits, but it's no <laughs> Pirates Band of Misfits. But what but is? It's certainly, it's certainly a film. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and next is Upgrade. Yeah, that's one of the ones I forgot. That's great. Super fun. I really... I just love I, the I fact it. that it was, James Wan and Lee Wanell both made movies this year. And, and I think did Lee Wanell did, did a way better. Did a, <laughs> shot at the Melbourne as well. Yeah, oh, cool. brilliant. Yeah, and fucking what? Where did James Wan shoot? Someone like Brisbane? Gross. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> fuck off out of that town. It's yeah. gr- disgusting. Um, next one is To Order Boys I've Loved Before as well. Woo. Shane covered it. It was one of my favorite... Um, Netflix films. I felt, this year. I felt this films like it general. was like a social, uh, like a a modern John Hughes in the best way. It's like all oh, of the yes. outdated so John good. Hughes things are gone, yeah. stripped yeah. away. Just <laughs> and it's no great Asian racism. And, and I think it's actually shot better than a John Hughes movie. Shot John so Hughes was well. very um, simple in his shooting, not mm. bad, but simple. Whereas uh, to all the boys, really went for broke and with the directing. They're making a sequel. I'm so happy, and it's yeah. Susan Johnson. So I'm Susan there. Johnson. Yeah. Uh, next one is a simple favor. 
Just oh, yeah. See, that Bond was movie. one I really wanted to see. Everything about it really drew me in. This I just didn't. I reckon have Chanel would have loved that. It's movie. a great, fun, perfect movie. It's it very really fun. Well. It's, it's, really it's fun. a fun I wanted, movie. My only thing is, I wanted it to be shot better. I wanted it to oh, the, yeah. the visual language to match the language of literally every other element. I was like, it's a bit too plain. Yeah, can, in, it's a bit yeah, too plain in the shooting. Nothing can be I the costume the design. Story honestly. to be told more succinctly because it has like five yeah, acts. Does I think yeah. if if you focused more on any part of the story and expanded it. It, it runs away yeah. with itself at the yeah, Great performance. Yeah. And I don't normally That's like right. Blake Lively and stuff. She just, not I hate her. I just, she's never connected with me. But this, I was like, yeah. oh, she's coming in with a, a presence that you don't see. Yeah, it was a real presence. And my final one is um, Creed 2 because I love the Rocky Creed movies. Yeah, I still haven't so seen good. Creed 1. <laughs> yeah. um, or and, and Rocky's and 1 through 5, right? <laughs> yeah. Or what? Yeah. Rocky's 1 through 5. And oh yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, I've seen one. Bubble. I've seen one. Oh, one. Seen one. I didn't like honestly <laughs> reckon. Um, it's this... a sports movie. They're... Yeah, yeah. I'm, it's very hard to get me to enjoy a sports movie. That's I really fair. do enjoy baseball <laughs> movies, though. Randomly, um, rest in peace, Penny uh, Marshall. You, you, oh, uh, just sidetrack. Yes. I'm just gonna throw it in here. Uh, you know, uh, Brisbane has a baseball league right now, and they're they're playing. I could up. not play. No, I no, be... I mean, let's just go watch it and we'll have a baseball oh, okay. game. Yeah, why yeah, not? Why not? Do, 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 do I went episode. to the baseball when I was in New York. Oh, nice. I'm oh, oh, it yeah, was sports. All right. <laughs> sports. <laughs> it was fun. Uh, I had more fun listening to the random uh, New York accents around me in the seats. But <laughs> right, so, so we can sit there just making Are you inviting us out to baseball? Yeah, let's go to baseball, let's guys. Go. Okay. Do a baseball episode just for Shane uh, while we watch baseball. <laughs> baseball episode. I can see those yes. men in cleats. Um, <laughs> oh, now I know why. Yeah. You're not a fan of A League of Our Own, are you? Every nah, other baseball movie, nah. but oh, women, gross. Um, no, so my honourable mentions, I'm really right, pissed off this didn't someone. end up on either. Also, were you about to say something else? Yes, but it's fine. Oh, no, no, listen, listen, no. listen. What was it? Uh, it's not a list, it's my ending thought. I think in oh, Creed yeah, 2 is the perfect um, ending for the Rocky franchise. It should be oh, done now. Really? Do not do any more. You know that they're going to, rather. Right? But they shouldn't. But they will. But they it's shouldn't. A, it's a dead it's horse. Like, they're gonna... I've been saying they shouldn't do a lot of things and they always go on to do it. <laughs> I'm certain that someone's listening to me. They, they really shouldn't, shouldn't, because it's done. I mean, I agree. Yeah. Josh. Fully. Rocky One was the perfect place to end that series. <laughs> yes, and I agree. This is coming from someone who loves most of those movies. Rocky yes. One was the first time. To I, I, make I that agree. Movie. But and then now... the second one happened, and I was like, "Yeah, sure, you could end it there." Third one, you couldn't end it there. <laughs> okay, <laughs> my yeah. honorable yeah, mention. I'm really pissed off. This didn't forward. end up on either of your lists. Or oh, maybe you haven't seen it, Josh. Game Night. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. I forgot. Fucking Game Night. Game Night. <laughs> this is one of my favorite. <laughs> this is my favorite studio comedy in like the last five years. It, this again. Yeah. Every shot had a choice behind it and said something about the story. I love the performances. I thought mm. Billy Magnuson is hilarious, but even Jason Bateman, who I don't normally connect with on screen, I really connected with. It was so good to see Rachel McAdams do a fucking comedy again yeah, no, instead of a weepy drama. I was it was hilarious, unexpected peak Jesse Plemons. And just the shots, oh, like just those shots following the cars, so the tilt shift photography, yep. everything about it was thought out. The tracking shot with playing catch the catch the uh, uh, MacGuffin. The, the, the MacGuffin, yeah. Um, it was brilliant. It was so. This would have been my top ten. This was one of the first ones to go because some of the more artsy ones that connect with me more. Because you're a wanker. Because I'm yeah. a wanker. I'm a wanker. Um, I've got searching. All oh, right, you told smart, me about that. 
interesting new filmmaking, great performances, which is really hard to do in the format that they shot it in, mm-hmm. I reckon, because it's just piece to camera. They're not acting with other people. So I thought that was really well done. Uh, Crazy Rich Asians, you mentioned it before. I had yeah. so much fun, beginning to end, diversity, great. I love Constance Wu from Fresh Off the Boat. She is a star. So she's a motherfucking star, and I'm so glad she's getting her due. Uh, Widows, smart thrillers. Mm-hmm. More studio movies like this, please, with brains behind them. Oh, um, the commuter. The commuter's in my. Well, speaking of people finally getting their due, John Cho in Searching. Oh, oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. He was also in a movie, I think, from last year, from twenty seventeen, called Columbus, mm. that I've been meaning to watch and I haven't got around to it. Um, I've got Mission Impossible Fallout. Yeah. Ooh. Fun action. I like Rogue Nation better though, which is why this didn't make my top yeah. ten. Wait, list. Rogue Nation is five, right? Yes. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I I still prefer four. Name. Yep. Yeah. Um, I've got Redacted. a movie called The Rider by Chloe Zhao. It's an independent <gasps> movie yes. and it's a weird, she took a true story, took the real people involved, then did a fictionalized version of it with the real people playing alternate versions of themselves. Ooh. And it plays like she just found this thing and started shooting it. it the, the, it's not my kind of movie. It's a mumble core drama about people in the South who are really stubborn. Mm. And I shouldn't, I don't know, I don't connect with this thing, but I can watch this movie and I can say, I, there is so much work in this and so much, it's such a delicate movie and it has probably my favorite shot of the year. It's this guy on a plane with an oncoming storm. It is beyond gorgeous. I love what she did. It didn't connect with me personally, but that's, it's like the Godfather. I can watch the Godfather. I can go, I don't like this movie, but I can see it's masterful. And same thing with the writer. And I'm so happy Chloe Zhao's or doing a like a I think a DC movie I think oh cool smart no. filmmakers in or Marvel she, she, she's doing she's, something and it's on Eternal beach. she's doing Eternal she's doing the Eternal yes. yeah, yeah and I'm just more smart filmmakers doing studio projects and okay. we get more Black Panthers please and Asian female director like yeah fucking Fuck yeah. yes uh, next up is We the Animals which I only just saw recently this is a gorgeous little poetic queer um, coming of age thing but it's told with kids who are kind of coming of age. Yeah, I wouldn't call it coming of age. I think it's a bit more sophisticated than a coming of age yeah, story. Yeah, I mean, it's built on that premise of a kid growing up a little bit. Yeah. But they actually use like an actual 10-year-old. Which I think I, it's like product of their time. Yeah. Like nurture sort yeah, of story. Yeah. yeah, and it's beautifully shot on 16mm. The 16mm cinematography is gorgeous to die for. Uh, the performances from kids. I've, how did you do that? Because those kids would have been presumably Tiny. really difficult to work with yeah. as well. <laughs> you know, uh, it's it's a gorgeously poetic movie. Uh, next is They Shall Not Grow Old, Peter Jackson's World War One documentary. Oh, yes. I oh, heard I about that. it and I thought it was a gimmick. I didn't realise they didn't just colourise it. They sound designed it mm. and had actors play the... So they lip read what oh, the people wow. were saying in the video and they are actors saying it. So that it wow. literally comes to life in the most... And for like the first 20 minutes I'm watching, I'm like, this is all black and white with voiceover. Where's, oh, and I was like, oh, maybe they just do a couple of shots. And then it t- it's literally structured like a movie. Act one is in black and white. Act two is in color. Act three is back to black and white. And it's just this endless stream of voiceover over yeah. the top of Te- it. Technologically, it's very, it's phenomenal. very interesting. Wow. Um, it's a great experiment. It didn't make my top 10 because I, I just, as a documentary, it didn't. It didn't, it, unless you're like a hardcore World War One historian, it, it's not going to really connect with you, and that's why it doesn't connect with me. But I thought the technological achievement was great. I think it's you know Peter Jackson stretching himself, which is really really good. Oh, and give more directors passion projects. Yeah, mm. please. Um, you say that. I'm just thinking now. There are a lot of really bad passion projects, like <laughs> yeah. Holmes and Watson. 
Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Was that a, pa- that a I passion? No, passion bro. Uh, Jesus I can Christ. only imagine Will Ferrell, Ferrell who's becoming oh, more and more like Adam Sandler the mm-hmm. more he works. Yeah, well, I, I saw that coming a mile away. Um, ne- but next on this is a movie called 1985. It's a black mm. and white queer sequel to 1984. Great no. movie. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's a black and white queer AIDS drama, and this is a this is a genre that's really well trodden in very troperific ways, and it manages to subvert all of these tropes even just specifically in the way it's shot, this is black and white, super 16 cinematography, Mm -hmm. gorgeously shot. The performances Mm -hmm. are a little off. Some of the writing is a little first drafty, but uh, I was was thoroughly moved, especially by the lead performance, especially by the end scene. I was gorgeous sentiment done right. And it's in a genre that's trodden with a lot of tropes and it managed to supersede a lot of those things. And then these movies are my, they would make my top 10, but I knocked them off because I wanted 10. Um, a Quiet Place, yeah. Anna and the Apocalypse, yeah. Thunder okay, Road, which yes. I talked about. This was the last one to go off my list. Yep. Um, I love what this movie was. It's very Altman-esque and I'm a huge Robert Altman fan. So this is why it was big as a movie. But then the behind the scenes making of this thing is so fucking inspiring. Watch the short. Watch the short. Well. Follow him on Twitter. Read the- he follows you back on Twitter. He follows so, you back on Twitter and yeah. listen to his interviews on podcasts because mm. it's really inspiring for indie mm. filmmakers. If you want to go out and make your own stuff, it's such a great call to action to I do mean, that. I, I will say that's one of the ones that I was meant to watch this week, but instead I watched Early Man. Yeah. Jesus, Chancellor. Um, And this one's only on this <laughs> list because I knew it would be on everyone else's list. It's Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yep. This was actually like my number two pick. Yeah, I Because one was. of the things is watching this movie you're literally watching the grammar of cinema be rewritten before your eyes. And I was watching this, I was going, this must be what it would have liked to watch The Matrix for the first time. You're literally going like, oh, fuck. I'm thinking about It's reworking the code or the visual language The grammar and the syntax of cinema in animation. Even the genre. And it it wasn't just doing it. It wasn't just, here's a comic book movie because we've seen that in Sin City. This is a whole, out of focus was not out of focus. It was double vision. It was literally changing the rules. I, I want that so bad because we haven't really changed the grammar of cinema since The Matrix. Mm. And this is the first time it's happened. And that just on its own, but it's a great story, great performances, diverse cast, everything about it, it's brilliant. It deserves all the accolades. I, it needs to take the Oscar for animated feature. Oh, fuck, I don't, fuck whatever what the Disney the Disney week? movie, Ralph. Wreck it, Ralph? Yeah. yeah. Fuck, that's not going to work. Um, uh, Incredibles 2. Um, and then Assassination Nation, which was also the last one to leave the list because yeah. oh, yeah. uh, I love this. This is, this is a visual language being exercised, some really cool performances, really interesting takes. It's almost almost Magnolia Paul Thomas era Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah. In some of the things, there's these tracking shots. They lit it really interesting. It's really cool, really fun, really well worth checking out that one. Uh, Zane. All right. So I've kind of put all the things that you've mentioned to the bottom of my list, <laughs> which is most of them. The reason Roma isn't on my list, it is an exceptionally told story and a beautiful movie, but I have zero urge to watch it again. Um, I think it it is it deserves the accolades that it's got, but yeah. I think like The Artist back when The Artist was released. 2011, yeah. Um, I really enjoyed watching it the first time, but then I tried to watch it again and I was like, mm, I'm not, it's not holding my interest anymore. I like it. I think I'm going to have a very similar reaction to Roma. Um, How dare uh, you say that about The Artist? The Artist is a gorgeous and beautiful movie. I, I was going to say, I love The Artist the second time I, I loved that it. movie. But that, I, I just, I, it plays to all too. my sensibilities. I continue to love it in my memory. Ah. Um, 
searching. This was on my top 10 list in my top 10 list before I started catching up on all the movies that I've missed this year. Uh, And then Annihilation, that bear attack. Oh, that that, that scene. (laughs) Um, That sticks with you. Um, other than that, Bird Box. I really yeah, love Bird I, I really Box. Loved I, I just found Bird Box very good, but yeah, it didn't surprise me. It I think vis- Sandra Bullock's performance. Yeah, I would agree. Paired with the kids mm. is amazing. Except and that I annoying think- child who disobeyed everything she was told. I'm like, slap the girl, please. She's yeah. three. Like part she's of me, three. she's five. Part yeah. of me was, Whatever. yeah, she's five. They're yeah. the same. Uh, I, part of me was like, oh, is she gonna kill? Let the girl die because she's not her daughter, that, right? Or is it because who, she yeah. doesn't fucking listen? Yeah. Jesus! It's like the I, one who, who looks, I think it's yeah. great. I, like, I think Bird Box is great because it's not about the mythology of the apocalypse. Yes, it's about this person surviving adversity. Yeah. I, I love, but I also love that yeah. it was a deeply thematic. Yeah, it's about motherhood. So thematic. But yeah. what I just missed was that that is a genre that lets you exercise visual language in a much more overt way than it, say if it was like uh, a drama or, yeah. or or something like that and I was like this is a genre where you can do that and to shoot it very plainly I thought was a disservice to what the genre will let you do especially in comparison to another movie about motherhood hereditary which exercised every yeah. inch of the visual language that it could yeah yeah see uh, my, my- not on the list, but yeah, I yeah. think it deserves to be on the honorable. I, I, it's definitely on my honorable. It's also Netflix's as first well. four quadrant hit. Yeah, they've hit uh, every demographic with that. Uh, yeah. My only com- real complaint about it is the fact that they never explore the idea of people going stir crazy, and I yeah. think it's because the people weren't there for long enough. They're only there for like what a couple months, but still, I would have liked that. You got people going crazy outside, people going crazy inside. It's all crazy, you know? What I love, though, is John Malkovich being John Malkovich, but John Malkovich not being crazy. (laughs) So he's not the crazy one. He's the realist who you have to listen to to survive. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What was that I read the other day? It's like, what's with this, uh, with the main guy who's just opening every door until John Malkovich is like, open the door so we don't die. And it's the one time he doesn't open the door. <laughs> um, the one thing I, maybe I was a bit soured because it enacted bury your gaze mm. straight up. Yeah. The first one to die was the gay guy. And I'm like, yeah. oh, for fuck's sake, can't we make at least top three, oh, t- please. T- also it's portrayal like mental died. health. Uh, it was a bit sketchy. Yeah, uh, yeah, because what's defined as crazy? They're yeah, like, yeah. oh, if you're crazy, it's a you're bit sketchy. But, but I think, I think if they had gone into more of that mythology, it would have taken away from the other story that they were telling. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. But which like, is, which is, and I, <clears throat> I think mm. a movie that it resembles a lot is The Happening. Um, and mm. I think the happenings problem is that they <laughs> yeah. tried to explain yeah. what Everything. was happening mm. and it was literally nonsense. I do want to, yeah. this is my favorite part about the movie is the first IMDb trivia that popped up when I was looking at the bird box was the first draft of the script was written before the happening. And I was yeah, like, whoa, yeah, yeah. calm down. I wasn't accusing you of anything here. <laughs> wasn't a book released Also, the also no, there was a version life. of this movie and they shot it where they showed the creatures mm. and yeah, it was no, excised I, I, out because apparently people laughed. Yeah. Well, honestly, oh, I, I, think, I think the big mistake of The Quiet Place is showing so much of the creature. I agree. Um, yeah. I think if they'd shown less of the creature and made it more, more about like just total avoidance, that would have been scarier. Mm. Um, uh, so... Other things on my well, Quiet Place is also on my list, but and yep. Black Panther, uh, etc. Uh, the Happy Prince. 
another yeah. Oscar Wilde. I knew this would be film. your kind of movie. Oh, this is the Oscar Wilde one. Yeah, yes. cool. Yeah. So depressing. It's but... very sad, but Oscar <laughs> Wilde movies always are because well, I want the witty Oscar Wilde movie. Is that the wild one with wild, Stephen Fry? Wild W I L D with Stephen yeah. Fry. It's very witty. Um, it's not the best shot film. It's it's uh, very British, um, but <laughs> uh, I I love it. Um, so yeah, but Happy ha- Prince is good. Uh, very Happy gorgeously Prince shot. I love every scene good. in a sh- in, in the churches. Yeah, gorgeously shot. Yep. Gorgeously shot. Um, Happy Prince. It never made the list, but it was always on my like. I wish I could put it on the list. Yeah, uh, list. And then the last one is Sorry to Bother You, which I watched uh, today. That I really wish I saw. <laughs> Most batshit yeah. movie of the year. Weird, <laughs> weird <laughs> movie. It takes a turn about halfway that just makes you go like, what? I, I the went fuck? back and read the text you sent me about it, and I was like, fuck, I just really want to watch it. Yeah, now. I want to watch it. And too. of all the movies you gave me, it wasn't there, and I was like, damn it, I just really want to watch it. Um. It got a lot of great reviews that I was reading, which is why I wanted to watch it before I put my top ten list together. I'd, I feel like it would make a really great uh, a double feature with Blind Spotting for com- mm. wildly they're they're about the same thing, but such if wildly you watch different this voices. one first, yeah, I think it would make a really good double feature with Assassination Nation. Oh yeah, 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 um, yeah. They're both really heavy satire. Yeah. So well, that's the thing. Like this one, I described this one. Was it to to Josh it was maybe? Me. Yeah. Um, me. as being like a combination of idiocracy and 1984. Oh um, wow! Yeah, you, you yeah. couldn't have sold that movie harder to me. <laughs> <laughs> My only qualm with it was I was like with a story that absurd, like Assassination Nation, like Blind Spotting. There is an opportunity to be visually bold, yeah. and they. And other than the call scenes yeah. where he drops down into it, which I love, I think there is a little the rest bit of, of it, that, but it could have been more of that. Yeah. Like, that's my because a lot of it's of like it over well. the shoulders and handheld sort of stuff, which I get for maybe yeah. the the beginning. But the more absurd you go, the more the language should have leaned yeah, into it. Yeah, it's very, very kind of Terry Gilliam sort of. He's uh, selling it harder and harder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's such an out there movie. It <laughs> is. It's it's weird. Um, and I think someone who wasn't me would like it a lot more than yeah. I did. Yeah, Hello. same um, thing. It's, I don't think it's a bad movie. I just think- Yeah, I think, yeah, I think, I think you'll love it, Chance yeah, Star. I, I, um, I thought I would. <laughs> I really uh, want to see it. It just didn't, cl- didn't click with me where some yeah. like absurdist movies really do. Um, but yeah, uh, sorry to bother you. I, I think you should make, make an effort to see it. So that's, yeah, okay. should I just go in my top one? Do your top number one. Well, it is- No, well, look, this is controversial. Yeah, I'm it's, excited. It's yeah. not uh, controversial. Mine's through. controversial. It's, it's not controversial. It's just that it was released in Australia on the 18th of January and I couldn't put it on my list last year. So it had this to be was on my, my top list one year. from last year, yeah, wasn't it? Shape of Water. Um, it had to be on my list because I couldn't put it on my list last time. <laughs> okay, that's fair enough. So fair enough. Um, when I had to pick whether it was Shape of Water or Hereditary for number one, mm. I didn't. It could be either. I went Shape of Water because if I just want to watch a movie. Shape of Water is my pick. Whereas if I I need to be in a headspace to be able to watch her, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I, I honestly do not understand how Shane saw it in a cinema twice. The second time with me, <laughs> there, there was a moment that I saw it once with like, my mother, and she walked out at a scene. not even at that scene. She just walked out at the seance because she doesn't do yeah, seances. She doesn't do seances <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like when when that happened, I was like, I just like looked at you and I was like, how the fuck are you? I, here? With the first time I saw it, I I nearly leapt out of my seat. This is the biggest I've ever jumped in a cinema. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 
uh, and only the and the second biggest jump I've done the year. The first biggest jump was in the haunting of Hill House. Mm. <laughs> I, I yelled at the television. I don't think I will. <laughs> that that's the only reason why Hereditary is not so far on my list. I'm probably not going to watch it again. Yeah, yeah. I've already written too many screenplays. I can't write more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Shape of Water. It's a great movie. I I love it. It's one. I think Hereditary is one where you can see a lot of the work up front. There is more digging to do, but it. I think Shape of Water. He layers and layers and layers, yeah. and that's just how Del Toro does stuff. Yeah, really. You can, you can watch that movie a hundred times, and you still haven't seen everything mm. in that movie. Yeah, no, I hundred percent agree. Uh, cool. Well, my number one, and this is my first tie, my first and last. Oh, tie. you've I got a tie. I have a tie. Uh, oh, I'm trying to think what the other one is then. Uh, so it's Roma, mm-hmm. yeah, written yep. and directed by Alfonso Cuarón. Uh, I this is one of those transcendent cinema experiences. Oh yeah, um, and it was really funny and heartbreaking because the people behind us <sighs> who watched it which deconstruct there were film students it. who were deconstructing the movie like as soon as the credits started playing right. and they completely missed the point <laughs> of the movie like, idiotic film students They're like, like oh, it's about, it's film about how like she's not really noticed they're not, a You're not enjoying it right <laughs> no but like their Enjoy whole thing better. was their whole thing was like it's she's about not how she's by not the appreciated by the family i'm like yeah. that's not even remotely what the movie is about i still haven't seen the movie so um, i'm gonna agree with them no i don't beautifully <laughs> shot impossible camera work. my the female performance i mean the delivery scene broke oh, please, me please. broke me in the cinema uh it's gorgeous and there's you know there's things about single mothers in there that I really latched onto growing up in yeah, a single mother yeah. family. There's that line where she says, it doesn't matter what they say. We're always just going to be like us women are always going to be on our own. I'm like, Oh, that's mm. painfully true. How it was written by a man is kind of a little befuddling, but anyway. And then the other one that's tied with it is hereditary. Oh, right. It hereditary was a real talk yeah. for me. Yet. It was a real toss up. I'm like, which one do I like more? I technically identify more with the shit in hereditary yeah. in, in bucket loads. And I think the filmmaking is brilliant and I'm a huge horror nut. Huge or not, yeah. uh, this Tony Collette for the Oscar, that little girl, so well mm. cast, mm. so different. Uh, she's not going to get, I don't think she's, she'll, she'll be offered she'll... a bunch of creepy children roles and she's got, she's smart enough no, to be I mean, like, she's no, she's not going to get any, any, oh, no, 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 like, uh, no, not, not at all. Yeah. Because sadly, sadly too. Supporting actress is always already super full this year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it, it I, was gonna, I thought you were going to say it's always just Meryl Streep. Well, yeah. she was she was Matilda. <laughs> yeah, she was Matilda. For, for she, she's time. like a Tony winner or nominated? Uh, nominated. Nominated yeah. actress for Matilda the musical. But no, this movie is like traumatizing in the way that good cinema should be, good oh, yeah, horror yeah. cinema should be, in the way that like the Texas Chainsaw is for me. It's so, and there's a lot, I'm writing a horror movie that's literally about trauma and, and family mm. and things like that. And so I'm pulling a lot from that movie already. I mm. I know I'm going to be revisiting that one several times this year purely oh God, for writing how? purposes. Because uh, I have to because I'm finding it really hard to get into that headspace. And so if I can, a movie can put me there. Um, but I, if it weren't for Roma being so unique, uh, I the Hereditary would have been my number one. And it pretty much from the get-go yeah. was my number one. Well, that's uh, like when, when I think I... I was on the show the week after I saw it, and I said that this is my favorite movie of the year so far. Yeah, yeah, we've, yeah, yeah. Um, like, yeah. And that I think that's the reason Roma wasn't was on my list is because it's so different to everything else. I, yeah. I don't think it needs it should be judged on the same criteria as the rest of 
the films this year. Yeah, yeah. Josh. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is going to be such a surprise. We have no idea what this is oh, going to yeah, be. Oh, yeah, no, you don't. <laughs> what what was going to be? I, was just, I, I will admit. I was, I was sitting there just so affected by what you were talking about. I was just like, yeah, Hereditary Rainbow is so fucking good. Yeah. yeah when, when I was, I, I almost spilt the beans and I was like, well, I obviously didn't pick this one as my number one for reasons. Yeah. And yeah, then I stopped myself. I, I think you knew just because I've been retweeting it like fucking mad yeah. like, as well. Um, yeah. It's in the Spider-Verse. Like, fuck yeah. yeah. Um, as like a lifelong comic book fan and especially a comic book nerd of like the Spider-centric Marvel universe, this film was built for me. Yeah. yeah. In terms of how it's constructed both on a script level pioneering animation level direction, um, its use of how it portrays superhero identity. This everything was outstanding. I was blown away from the first it does seconds that of it opened. That great movies do where it's deconstructing and also completely playing into the reshuffling it's doing. building. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Like, cause that's what it should do. Like shape mm. of water as well. Shape of mm. water deconstructs concepts and also yeah. lovingly indulges in them yeah. and spider-verse is the exact yeah, same it's, uh, well, and it's tarantino it's homage while adding to yeah. yes yeah, yeah. And yes. it's homage plus and, and because like the press plays favorites a lot i need to like and they keep mentioning that it's phil lord and christopher miller who directed it but it's but not, it's not. They produced it the director they produced are, and phil lord wrote it yeah, yeah phil lord I, wrote I, it. I was gonna say yeah. this was the first time like they didn't write together yeah they didn't write together the directors are peter ramsey rodney rothman and bob Pachetti and triple directors, which triple is cool. directors. Um, and Peter Ramsey did Rise of the Guardians. If anyone remembers that. Oh my god! Well. Yeah, Jesus, that's why it's so yeah. fucking good. Yeah. Sorry, so I yeah, fucking that love Rise is of the so Guardians. Good. Is amazing. <laughs> Rise of the Guardians is is one of my, my favorite, favorite animated movies Thank of you. all time. Yes. Yeah, by far. Yeah, so. Honestly, That's efficient world building, I think, is the thing, the common. Vision. Yeah. 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 Every Also visual language. Every I think choice is. is just outstanding. The world building is amazing. All the references like, are so packed in. The score. The score. Daniel I, motherfucking Pemberton. Yeah, Pemberton. I have it on my phone. I also have the soundtrack because both are amazing. <laughs> the, the sound for the Prowler is an elephant Woo-hoo. run through like six different synthesizers. Yeah, and oh, they, wow. do the, they do the scratch recordings like, yeah. live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So great. Um, what was I going to say? Jake Johnson, holy shit! What a good choice for Peter right? B. Parker. Also, when I I'm listening, oh, I'm watching. I'm like, is that Chris Pine? Is it <laughs> Chris, like Chris Pine's Pine? in there? Is it yep. Chris Pine? And then I had to wait to the credits because, like, maybe it's not. And uh, then I was like, yeah, it's motherfucking Chris gone, Pine. Gone. Lily Tomlin is Aunt May as well. This, oh like, yeah, favorite. my favorite Aunt May. Oh yeah, yeah. No, by same. a long my shot, Aunt May. more than any other Aunt May. She is my favorite Aunt May because she's like so fucking badass. Um, Leave Schreiber is Wilson Fisk. Good choice. Yeah, uh, that that surprised me. Yeah, because I forget how good Leave Schreiber can be. He's I so always great. forget how good. Also, also, you think of his saber tooth. Yes, also, exactly. <laughs> yeah, or you think of the design of Fisk as well is from a very specific run oh, that yeah. I love yeah. because they literally design him like at bulking, really weird and like a really square. weird shape, like a square, like an angry <laughs> square. Um. Just every performance was also violent. Like he f- straight up murders yeah, Spider Man. Also, also Isaac's in this movie as well. Wait, in, what? In the post credit scene. Yeah, he played. Um, uh, 20, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know, we know, we know. Yeah, and it was amazing. I loved it. Uh, yeah. What else can I say about this movie? It just it's, it's, it's touched great. me on every level. Um, it's I'm, going I, to I warrant rewatches because it's such a hyperkinetic so visual movie. I want to see it again while mm. it's in theaters as well. I do too. Yeah, it's yeah. Just um, the moment when Miles. Like takes that leap of faith. Yeah, oh, that yeah. shot. Yeah, that, that oh, shot. And I'd seen that shot in yeah. the trailers, and it still blew me. It still away blew me away. Movie. But also, if you watch it with the context of the movie, 
how you realize he's still afraid, but he takes that leap of faith anyway. And I just like, I was bursting into that, tears. That's what, that's what real film. courage is. It's not real, about not real, real being courage. afraid. It's about standing up when standing you're still up afraid. Standing up and this movie made me cry so many times. And also Spidey Bells, the full, I had the full song on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, that's, I think we've covered it immensely on this podcast. So you go, Chancellor. How's yeah, your I was, top I, number one? Oh, man, I was going to do a joke about how Red Curtain Hell was technically released this year, but was it released December 2017? What was? Red Curtain Hell. God. It's 2000. Uh, no, yeah, it, December 2017. Damn it. All right. Well, in that case, uh, so my number one is a controversial <laughs> pick. Unfortunately, it's not Red Curtain Hell now available on Vimeo Demand. Dot com slash Vimeo. What? You, you <laughs> fucked that up. So I on. did a lot. Okay. Anyway. Um. Yeah, so the reason this is my number one, I probably don't think it is the best movie of the year, but yeah. it is the one I enjoy the most. I've already watched it four times. Okay. I watched it the first time purely on a whim because we were like, oh, movies. Ugh. Young Sheldon. Young Sheldon. <laughs> you get, you're right. I was going to do that. But no, Game Night. I yes. fucking oh, love yes. Game Night. Okay. That's why I said so little. Except for you're a wanker. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I, I fucking loved everything yes. about that movie. And I literally watched it last night. No, not last night. The night before. It's on and Netflix I, it's now. On Netflix. Yeah, yeah, it, it, you yeah, it was on it. Netflix. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, we have to yes. watch it again. Yeah. And yeah, no, it's just such a fun movie. Mm-hmm. And it's not a fun, dumb movie. No, I no. love yeah. fun, dumb movies. This is not a fun, dumb movie. This it's a, a smart, fun, fun, smart movie. movie. Uh, and there's a lot of like really great humor in it that's kind of stupid. Like the 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 bullet in the arm. Yeah, that bit is. <laughs> I love great. that scene. It's a noir too. I love that it's yes. almost a noir. Yeah. No, oh. there is so much about that film visually, comedically, the casting, uh, everything about it is just so good. The only thing that I'm like, uh, is wait, I had I had this whole breakdown when we we're watching it last. Something about Michael C. Hall. No, I can't remember. Michael C. Hall, Dexter. I don't know. I probably, I probably made connections there. Well, don't like him from Dexter. That, is, that is our yeah. top 10 That's list. Top 10. I, and we kind of <laughs> made it short, a shorter, out. almost shorter than last time. So that's was, an advantage. Are there any, was there a film that was on all of our lists? That, yeah. What, crossover? Um, uh, oh, uh, yeah, not Spider-Man. Not um, Spider-Man. It, technically. Was, I would know because Stalin was, was on your list last year. Yeah. Hereditary. Uh, no, no, there was Hereditary. Oh, Hereditary was, yeah. was on oh, everyone's, yeah. everyone's, yeah. everyone's yeah. lists. There we go. That's the, that's the glue that that's brings us consensus. all together. Yeah. <laughs> His family trauma. <laughs> <laughs> And and culty glue. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. If you have a top ten list, let us know. You can find us on social media, Twitter and Instagram at Picture Rangers, Facebook at Motion Pic- uh, Mighty Motion Picture Rangers, and email us at the Mighty Motion Picture Rangers. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Shane M underscore Anderson. You can find me on Twitter. That's on that's Katie or caps and letterbox at Joshua Grigg. And my lists are on letterbox as well. So you can view them. If you oh, like. I'm on letterbox too at two twenty four yeah. frames. Yes. I'm on, tw- I'm, I'm, I'm on letterbox, but I literally just, just like, never use it. I'm just, just and I just like the most recent time I used it was to like, like all the movies I had seen this year. So I had them in a list. I didn't know I could just go watch. Now everyone thinks I liked I can't, I can't even see the list right now. There were bats. Uh, solo, Tomb Invader. You know, Tomb Invader, yeah. Tomb Invader. Hey, I love Tomb Invader. That was a great time. Uh, but hey, you can't find me on Instagram at The Chancester. And hell, why not check out 
I mean, it's a last year film, but Red Curtain <laughs> Hell. It's available on Vimeo de- On Demand. That's vimeo.com slash on demand slash Red Curtain Hell. Use the code pitch range to get 20% off your purchase or rental. And Zane? I'm at Zane C. Weber on all the social medias, including, including Letterboxd. Letterboxd. Hey. Yes. That as well. And Zane yeah. is very, he has like very efficient reviews. <laughs> they sound very formal and efficient. They, they sound very it. formal. <laughs> no, I, I try to be like a few a few words full stop and then a new line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you guys very much for listening and we'll you'll hear from us again next week. Bye. Watch Becca. What, yeah. Oh, Becca wasn't on my list. <laughs>